Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio.
Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Sunday evening, February 13th, 2011. Uh Uh-oh. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. I need to go shopping. Thank God Walmart's right down the road. I'm going to be in trouble in the morning. Oh, well. Sucks just life. After 14 years of being together, it's like you think it would really make a big difference. Anyways, I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Lots of energy shifts taking place, so if you've been feeling depressed and moody and cranky, you're not alone. Just take a deep breath in, close your eyes, say, okay, help this to pass, and before you know it, you'll be feeling chipper like your old self again. It, a lot of you, from what I've seen in the chat room, know all about my next guest that I have on tonight, Scott Grossberg. Phenomenal person, wonderful website, and um, you know, I have to start carrying his... Um, Oracle decks, because they look amazing. So it's going to be an interesting evening tonight. We have two full hours with them, so I'm just going to go ahead and bring them on the air with us, because the chat lines and the phone lines are filling up already. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the show. Hey, Michael. How are you? Thank you very much for having me on. It's my pleasure. How are you this evening? I am doing terrific. I'm really looking forward to your show tonight. It should be a lot of fun, I'm sure. Uh, well, th- just looking at the chat room and hearing about the phone lines and some of the emails I've gotten ahead of time, it'll be great. Oh, good. Uh, so for some of the people who don't know about you, why don't you um, tell them a little bit about yourself? Well, um, you, you know, first and foremost, I spend most of my time uh, helping people realize their dreams. And I know that sounds trite, but one of my my slogans in my keynote speeches and in my lectures is I take people from wishing to having and those people who have heard me before know um, I'm very practical. I'm I'm not someone who just talks about affirmations. I am not someone who talks about positive thinking. I'm someone who talks about getting out and doing things and changing the way you ask yourself questions so that you get better answers. Uh, I learned to do that, by the way, through my various businesses. I'm a businessman. Uh, I'm a practicing attorney. I I am a trial lawyer. I'm in court a lot, and I use the techniques that I talk about here with you and your listeners in everyday life. I use intuition constantly. Um, That being said, I'm also a professional magician out at the Magic Castle in Hollywood, and uh, even before I was an attorney and before I uh, was a magician, Uh, I was into divination. My uh, mother actually gave me my first tarot deck when I was very little. For those who've read the intro to my first book, The Masks of Tarot, you might recall the story where I came home, found a tarot deck on my bed, and the rest is kind of history. Uh, It followed me around uh, in various forms since then. I write. uh, I do music. I'm a photographer. I basically think that everything is possible and I don't really buy into rules too much, so whatever I can do to be creative, I do. Whatever I can do to share and give back, I do, which is why I do shows like this. Um, I, I, to put a lot of people's questions who who have not heard of me to rest, I do not charge for readings. Uh, yes, periodically I will do private sessions with people, but that's something that I choose that may strike a chord with me as I read something, uh, either hear something on the radio or they contact me through Facebook, but it's very sporadic because my time is is limited in that regard. 
And um, I just I, I like sharing with people the Oracle deck that you talked about. The deck of shadows is a passion of mine. And I've got a new book out uh, called The Vitruvian Square, which uh, I want to thank all the the people that I can at least see on the chat room that I know who bought the book. Um, you guys have have kept it in the top fifty now uh, over at Amazon for uh, a couple months. So I'm I'm very thankful for that. How's that for a thumbnail sketch? Yeah, you're a busy person. Uh, I, I'm. I get about four to five hours of nap time a night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us know how, the, how that goes. So, so how does that affect uh, being a lawyer, though, and using your intuition? Do they know that you're using it, or? Well, I, I, I will tell you what's fascinating. A lot of my public speaking now uh, is is centered around dealing with businessmen and public officials and teaching them to actually give voice to the very thing they're using anyway. Uh, any good businessman, and you know this, Michael, you're a business person, any good businessman uses his intuition. I don't care what you call it. The reality is uh, we all are driven as business people, as success people, as overachievers by two things, um, at least I believe by two things. One is desire, and the other is curiosity. You combine those two, you get your intuition. And so uh, it doesn't get in the way of me at all, quite frankly, as a trial attorney. We we have a process called voir dire, uh, jury questioning, where you basically put a bunch of people who have been called up for jury duty and you ask them questions. It's basically speed dating uh, in a courtroom, and you get to know whether you like these people, and it is all intuition. It's rapport and intuition, and how does your gut tell you these people uh, will react. In my case, I want them to be fair and objective. Um, I'm not trying to put a spin on things because I'm usually, well, I shouldn't say usually, I'm always the attorney representing the person who's been sued. I do not do criminal law. Uh, this is a civil setting. So when people get sued in a civil setting, um, I am the one trying to defend the person who is trying to have money taken from them. And so I want people up on that jury who are smart and intellectual. Um, I want people who will think their way through a process and won't let their emotions necessarily dictate over logic. Very difficult thing to do nowadays. And so intuition plays a huge part. And I ask them questions designed to, to elicit their own intuition and elicit their own criteria for being up there. So it, it, it's actually very aligned with what I do here. Cool. Uh, what, have you ever been in front? Because I've, I've seen on here, and I find politics a little bit interesting. <laughs> um, uh, have you ever? Have you actually been in front of the Supreme Courts in California and the United States? No, I'm licensed in both of them. I've never been to either one of them. That's actually a very rare event. Um, what being licensed in the, both Supreme Courts allows me to do is to file pleadings or written arguments to both. That I have done. Uh, but as far as physically appearing, that's a very rare uh, event. I have appeared, by the way, in the federal appellate and the state appellate courts, which is the, the next level up from the trial courts and right before you get to the Supreme Court. Usually cases are resolved at that level. Oh, I just find that interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's a fascinating system. For people like you and me, and likely for most of the listeners, it can be insanely 
down the rabbit hole kind of a, kind of adventures. Um, you you stop following the rules at times, and it becomes very emotion driven. And there are times when, as you just said in your intro, you need to tell people just take a breath, take a step back, and let's look at this thing. Um, instead of being carried away, um, I find that most people are very fear-based, uh, particularly in this type of economy. That doesn't change when you get into a jury. And uh, uh, my job is to make people breathe easier, as my job is tonight, make people breathe easier uh, with respect to their concerns and their challenges. And so I want to be the voice of reason. I want to be the voice that's giving voice to their intuition when, you know, not to use an overused term, but, you know, like the, one of the late, no, late night hosts used to say, hmm, you know, it kind of makes you think. Uh, that's my job is to ask a lot of questions and to make people think because first and foremost, uh, I believe in people participating in their own successes, if you know what I mean, um, not calling in and not saying, hey, Scott, here's my problem, how do I solve it? If, if you do that tonight, I'm going to flip that on you and start exploring with you what you can do to take charge of your own life. I am not about a fixed future. I am not about uh, predestination. I am not about any of those things. Um, it's very much aligned with what James Wanless has called fortune creation. And uh, I'm all about let's zero in on what you want and let's zero in on how you get there, uh, which is, by the way, how the Deck of Shadows was created. It was created initially for me as uh, a way to meditate and a way to focus dreams and wishes even more so than just a divination tool. I'm, I'm more about magic than I am about divination. That uh, uh, leads me up to my next question. And when you do the speaking engagements, um, do you talk, uh, you know, is it more like doing readings for people or talking about law or about, uh, you know, uh, being a magician and all? Well, actually, it depends what they hire me for. Um, very rarely do I talk about, quote, being a magician, and by that we mean ledger domain. That's something uh, that I do shows for, and uh, so that very rarely do I do lectures on that. When I speak primarily, when I do keynote speaking and seminars, uh, it's about success, and it's how to bring your intuition to bear, how to find your desire and then turn that desire into a have. Uh, and I've got various techniques that I use people who, and thank you, by the way, if you if you click on the Thinking Magically link that Michael was so kind to put up, if you find my blog, you will find a lot of the tools and a lot of the techniques that I use in my lectures and I use in my keynote speeches on my blog. I share with it. I mean, there's no, this is not a secret. Um, the idea is for me to share and get it out there and have people use it. So the keynotes and the lectures primarily are based around success, how to have it, um, I've, I've always said, I know magic, I do success, and that's what I impart to other people. I do do workshops on divination. As a matter of fact, I've got one on hypnosis coming up uh, and what I call the language of belief on Tuesday, but these are things that I'm brought in for privately, um, private events, and in fact, uh, it's funny that you speak of, of magic. I have actually been lecturing uh, at the Magic Castle, which is a private club in Hollywood for magicians. And I have been bringing these techniques, these concepts, 
the deck of shadows in my books to them uh, because we're taking it out of the realm for a, for a lot of them of just sleight of hand. Uh, you know, when we're when we as entertainers and, and Michael, I include you as an entertainer. You've got a radio show, and our job first and foremost is to keep our audience entranced and to keep them filled with wonder. And I firmly believe, whether you want to call it NLP or suggestion or hypnosis um, or what I call the language of belief, the reality is the quality of what we do is directly related to the quality of the words we choose. And so tonight, as you and I chat and as we take callers, I will also be talking about changing up the way people talk to themselves internally. Um, I'm sure... uh, you know, doing what you do, doing the readings you do, Michael, you constantly hear people and can immediately find patterns in what they say to you. I mean, I mean, let's face it, when people come to us as readers, there are only so many things they come to us for. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Let me guess how many questions there will be about love and romance. Um, people, people want to know about their jobs. People want to know about money. They want to know about relationships. And so those are just patterns that we know. I'm more concerned about are you asking yourselves empowering questions um, because I want you to rediscover and rekindle the magic that you have. And when I say magic, I mean that spark, that interest, that desire, um, that, that thing inside you that will make you get up in the morning and not want to go to bed at night, kind of like what I do, um, so that you too are not having enough sleep <laughs> and you're driven every day. Like what you do, I mean, you've got a, you've got a number of talents, and you've got a, a new business starting, and there there's a passion behind that, and I want to keep that kindled. I'm sure we'll have no problems at all doing that tonight. I'm, I'm again, it, it's something I'm looking forward to. I enjoy chatting with people because first and foremost for me is this all comes down to energy. You know, when it, when you do readings. People really are looking for connection. It's the, the message is secondary. They're looking for connection. And um, I've written before about my concept of peace. And first and foremost, I want to promote other people's dreams. And I think as good readers, we do that. And I'm sure you, you don't want to sidestep into the ethics of reading, but I've, you know, I've chatted about that as well. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, everyone has their own uh, ethical beliefs when it comes to reading, so it's it's up to each individual reader. Uh, speaking of reading, uh, why don't we go ahead and let some of the people know, because uh, we talked about it a little bit before the show, is About.com has nominated your book, I mean your tarot, your uh, Oracle deck. They ha- Thank you for saying that. They have, um, and actually you just put the link up. Uh, uh-huh. I, I actually got an email, I believe on Friday, uh, from about.com saying that the Deck of Shadows had or has been nominated as one of the finalists in their best Oracle deck of 2011. I wasn't even aware that it had been up for nomination, but I'm certainly honored and pleased that it's on there. So since we're talking about it, um, if you click on the the link that Michael has, or if you go to my website, uh, thinkingmagically.com, right on the first page, there's the the little badge that they gave me uh, to stick on the website. If you click on that, you can vote for the deck there. And uh, I'm I'm really humbled, Michael, I've got to tell you, because uh, when you look at the other decks that the Deck of Shadows is up against, 
uh, th these are major produced decks um, by some heavy hitting publishing companies. And the, the Deck of Shadows uh, is produced by my wife and I. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not handled through Amazon. It's not handled through my publisher uh, who wanted it, but it's, I just wasn't uh, certain how the, the interest level would be. And it was designed for me alone. It has taken off like wildfire. So I'm, I'm unbelievably grateful that it's even being considered as a finalist. So go out there and vote. I feel like it's American Idol. <laughs> but yeah, if you you have to actually click on it and win. I don't get to get on there and keep clicking a bunch of times myself. I think you're only allowed one vote. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, and I wish you the best of luck with that. And um, you know, evidently it was uh, meant for you to do it on your own, and um, it shows that it's taken off like wildfire, like you said. Yeah. It. it I will tell you what's the, the most wondrous thing for me is, and, and I see some of the people on here, Anastasia, for for example emailed me today. I, sometimes in my blogs I will put out layouts uh, or spreads that I have designed to be used with the Deck of Shadows. You can certainly use it with any oracle, um, but selfishly I've designed them for working with my own stuff. And in honor of Valentine's Day today, uh, I posted on the blog what I call my Princess Bride layout or the True Love spread. And uh, already I'm getting back people who have used the spread. They're showing me the cards that they've used. In some cases, people are sending me photos of the cards being used with other oracles or on their own. Somebody emailed me uh, a hand, a, a copy or picture, I should say, of a handmade uh, bag, oracle bag that they had created for the deck. It, it's just really cool to see how the deck is inspiring other people to use it in sometimes really unique ways. And so uh, it, it's fun. I love that sharing back and forth. And if you don't mind, I should tell people, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's, you know, I think, facebook.com slash sgrossberg. And it, you can add me. I add everybody as a friend. You can follow what's going on there. Um, I periodically post a bunch of inspirational things that I find and link those for people. Uh, but more importantly, if you go to Facebook under notes, uh, you will see that you'll see the readings that I do for people when I have a chance uh, and they're posted for everybody to see. So there's, there's nothing where, hey, Scott, you're just regurgitating the same stuff over and over again. This isn't personal. You'll see exactly what I'm doing. It's there for the world to see. Um, and I do that when I get a chance for people who suddenly just kind of like pop into my my consciousness and say, "Hey, this person needs a reading right now," and you'll see uh, you'll see how it's done there. It's fun stuff. Well, good. I'll have to get a reading from you then one of these days. Oh, like we could do it tonight even. How about we take a couple of calls first, <laughs> and then we'll go ahead and do that. Absolutely, whatever whatever works for you and the readers. Okay. Or the the listener, sorry. Yes. Area code 626, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? This is Scott. I'm terrific. Who am I speaking with? This is Tina. Hey, Tina. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing lovely. Happy Valentine's Day to you and Michael. Thank you, ma'am. Um, my question to you is, I wanted to know, I guess, what you pick up around me regarding love life. Love life. Now, again, how did I know that was going to happen? Well, first of all, Tina, i got to tell you, 
that first and foremost, uh, you've got this. It's interesting because you've got this strong power base built in. You're a strong lady, and the fascinating thing that I sense with you is that as much as you're a strong person, you don't handle change well. And I'm just getting this whole sense that there's something that has happened just recently that you have no choice. And I'm going to tell you the reason you have no choice is because you want everything. Does that make sense? You want it all. And it's like the... uh, Are you familiar with musical theater at all? Um, A little bit, A little bit. Have you ever heard of the musical Kismet? No, but... There's a great song in Kismet. And some of the lines in it are, why be content with an apple when you could have the whole tree? Why Mm -hmm. be content with the tree when you could have the grove? Why be content with the grove when you could have the world? Exactly, exactly. Exactly. And and I just get that thing kind of playing out for me um, with what you've got going on right now. And... I get you've got tomorrow's coming. Yeah, I get I, I, I get I get joy, I get happiness. Um, it's what's interesting is this is one of those things where I just want to say to you, you can go home again. And yeah. I, I, ver- I very rarely say that to people dealing with relationships, which is what you've called about. But I get such a sense of interchange going on with you at the moment and almost this well-being that's happening, that you're one of those few people that if you want to go back and reconstruct what you had before, that you can do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I was wondering if you picked up on the relationship that I'm currently in. It's to see what you see for that. Um, Well, let me ask you. this This is exactly what I was talking to Michael about before. So, Tina... I'm going to ask you a question. You've got a mm-hmm. relationship right now, correct? What's yes. important for you in that relationship? Um, commitment. <laughs> to be in a committed relationship. Is that, I don't know what I answer. And how will you how will you know when you get a committed relationship? Um, once he proposes. <laughs> That's yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's a business deal for you. No, I mean, I've been with him for a while, so I've been with him for years. And it's a long distance. So it's, a, it's a little complicated than a normal relationship. Wow, it was just a movie called It's Complicated. No, listen mm-hmm. to what I'm listen to what I'm saying though, Tina. You're you're calling here to two people on the radio asking about relationships and you're in one now and you're telling me that you will know this is the perfect relationship, I'm using my words now, once there's commitment and you'll know there's commitment once there's a proposal. Yes? Yes. Well, could it, is your mind open to the possibility that this could be a perfect relationship but without the legal standard of a marriage contract? Well, see, in my culture it's a little differently. Like, um, So you have like, rules. Yeah, I have I'm 
Yeah, my culture is differently. Like, I've been with him for a while, and in order for him, for me and him to, like, continue to see each other, he would have to ask my parents for my hand in marriage. And so it's not like, you know, we can just live like roommates. It's not that type of environment. And he's, like, of similar culture, so he understands where I come from. It's not like we don't play house and just, you know, let it flow like that. It's you know, it's a committed relationship. Of course, of, of course it is. And what I'm asking you, though, is are you okay with the rules? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, um, are you okay with the rules that I just told you or the rules that you said without any legal work? And No, no, and no. Are you, like okay with the, are you okay with the familial rules, the culture and the customs and the requirements. Yeah. Is, is that is that does that do those set of rules create the perfect relationship for you? Yes, to me okay. it does. And that's per, then that's great as long as you understand that what you're asking for here is less about feeling and more about a next logical step. I am more concerned about you not wasting precious moments dreaming of a commitment and making sure that each and every moment of your relationship that you have is lived to the fullest, whether there's a distance there. um, And I never suggested playing house, but I want you to pick the weapons of your joy. Mm. I want you to listen to that carefully. I want you to pick the weapons of your joy. And when things work for you, great. And when things don't work for you, then to find out why they're not. Have the two of you had a discussion about what's important for you in a relationship? Yes. um, Recently, um, I basically was talking and I sent him a message on what I desired from him and... Just kind of, and I feel like he's processing. I don't, I really don't know what's going on in his end. He's the type of person where he just thinks, and so I haven't heard from him. I sent him a message, and I don't know what he's doing with it. I don't know if he's thinking. Well, you, you or, know, I, I learned this a long time ago in the entertainment mm-hmm. world. Sometimes no answer is the answer. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's true. And it's one of those things where, what are you afraid of right now? No, what's your great, what's your greatest fear? Um, I guess failure, but I mean, you know, you got to fail to be good, you know, at things. So I'm actually not afraid of anything. I mean. Seriously. I'm even afraid of things. You're telling me that you're not afraid of anything? You have no well, greatest. Well, I'm, I'm afraid of losing good friends. That's what I'm afraid of. All right, I'm I'm going to say this to you. You are letting other people's rules dictate your future course of happiness. Can we agree on that? They're not they're, they're rules you've adopted, but they're other people's rules. Yeah. And when those other people's rules are met, then you'll know you're happy in your head. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do, you know, yeah. how, do, how do you know you're happy in your heart? 
Well, I'm happy in my heart. I mean, I'm happy with him, but I mean, a woman only desires to have a commit committed relationship with someone that she loves, you know. I mean, I think that's just only natural, you know, you as a woman. Of course. I wouldn't be calling the show if I did it. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I get a sense here, Tina, and, and Michael, I don't know if you want to jump in or not, but I I just get a sense here, Tina, that there's all this struggle and this drama and the conflict is all make believe. That that some of this is going on in your head and it has nothing to do with the true commitment of one soul to another. Now that doesn't mean there might not be an overlay and that you know he's feeling struggle and stress um because of these other people's rules and these the hard times he's going through. But I just want you to understand I'm just getting a disconnect with you. I I ultimately sense that this relationship will work if the two of you will come together and make it work. I don't have a hesitation with that. But I'm getting a sense that you're even questioning, even though we're on the radio and I fully understand um, that I need to dance around some pretty personal things and that sometimes people are not going to say things on the radio uh, just because it's so public and it goes into archives. So I, I appreciate all of that. Irrespective of what you answer to me, I just want to tell you I'm getting a sense that there's just a fundamental disconnect I'm getting with you. I've got your head okay. saying one thing and your heart wanting another. I see, I see. You're a strong woman, and that's what that's, that's what creates the disconnect for you. That's what creates the angst. That's what creates the struggle is this internal conflict. And once you put your once you put your mind to it, you've already sowed the seeds for this relationship. It's there for the for the taking. Mhm. You need to have a little more patience. You're right. I I feel like I tested my all my patience. Like I exercised the patience I didn't even have, but I mean, I'm it's getting making me stronger, you know, but you know, to have a long distance relationship, you definitely have to have patience, you know. Well, and again, do you understand that that's a choice of yours? You don't have mm-hmm. to have a long distance relationship. Mhm. You're right. Uh, You're right. I mean, that's not the relationship I chose. I mean, my I just, you know, it just happened to be the person that I fell in love with. But I mean, if I had it my way, I wouldn't want to be in a long distance relationship. But you know. That's my mind telling me something else, and my heart is telling me something different, you know? And there's there's that dichotomy that we were chatting about. And I'm spending a lot of time with you because I think a lot of callers tonight have the same issues going on. And I just want you to understand, all of these are choices. You're not a victim mm-hmm. here. You're, I mean, you're not a victim of his inaction. You're not a victim of his distance. You're not a victim of your parents and your culture's rules. Those are choices. Mhm. Do you understand that? Yes, totally. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Tina, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask probably a number of people this tonight, but I'm gonna ask you right now, first caller. Vampire or victim? Pick one. Vampire victim, uh I don't just pick one randomly or I, I don't understand the question, just pick one randomly. And there is what I think is creating the challenge for you. Okay, do you I know, if okay. I ask you to just pick one, you can be a vampire or you can be a victim. Pick one. 
Um, vampire. Why? Um, just because, I, I don't know, just because, you know, the vampires, they attack and, you know, they're, you know, they, I don't know, they're, they're, it, they attack stuff and they, they're strong, they're strong, I don't know. Okay. Uh, when I'm being nervous on air right now. That's fine. When we're done tonight, I want you to take the archives and I want you to replay them. And mm-hmm. I want you to listen to the substance of what you're saying back to me. Will you do that for me? Yes. And I want you to celebrate what you learned from this. Okay. Because I'm telling you there's a strength in you, but it's not manifesting. You are not manifesting your intent at the moment. And while you can have your heart's desire until you set up a little stricter rules for yourself, when you start making things a must for you, they will start happening. Okay. Thank you so much. You, my, my friend Anne actually told me to call you, and you were great. So thank you so much. Well, my pleasure. Thank you for calling and sharing with us. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. Happy Valentine's Day again. Happy Valentine's Day. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. So, Cena, tomorrow's Valentine's Day, and you mentioned you're married. How does yes. your wife How does your wife feel about you with uh, the divination decks and uh, doing readings and all? Oh, she, you know what? It, it, it's funny. She's known this, obviously, before uh, we ever became committed um that this is me i've been doing this for a long time um there are times when how do i explain this she keeps my feet firmly planted three feet off the ground and she is literally the the she's the practical one in the relationship i'm the creative i you know she periodically has to literally grab me and say where did you just go and it's because that's how my head works i'm off doing things in my head and creating and and so um as far as the readings she just keeps it real um that's very important for her when i do these or i do my public speaking or even when i create uh, it's ultimately scott that's great for you but what does that mean for the people you're creating for what does that mean for the people you're reading for so she's fine with the reading aspect of it um she doesn't do that herself she certainly has been there when I've done a lot of these things, um, but she's she's the realist. She's the one who's who enables me to do what I do. Okay, cool. So if she's listening in, she's probably saying, "Good answer." Um, she's actually not listening in right now. Um, she li- she listens to the archives afterwards, and then we we well, I shouldn't say we we listen to the archives later, and then she tells me what I could have done differently. Okay, she'll probably then be like, yeah, you know, you you did good. <laughs> we'll go ahead and take another caller here. <laughs> Erica727, you're on the air. Hi. Hello, how are you? Uh, good, this is Beth. Hi, Beth, how can we help you? Um, I just um wanted to ask... Like, uh, if there's anything that he can, that you can see, Scott, around me right now that I need to know about. My God, if there's anything I can see around you. You want it in that order? Oh, well, I just, you know. <laughs> um, Pick up. Yeah. You, 
Uh, you got a piece of paper and a pencil? I do. I'm going to tell you something, and I want you to put it on your refrigerator. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I'm. I apostrophe M. Okay. Okay. Oh, exclamation point. And I want you to circle it and stick it on your refrigerator. Oh, okay. That's great. Um, I'm going to also say something to you. You're a very value-oriented person, aren't you? Value-oriented. What does that mean? Um, you, you value... You value your beliefs. You value um, your opinions. You're a very now person. Is that good? That's not. It's not a judgment. I'm. You asked me what I saw around you. I'm getting a sense that you're in a time zone kind of thing because I deal a lot with time. When I talk to people, I get a real sense that you're just very now oriented. And one of the things that I'd actually like to see you move more towards to help balance you out is outcome oriented. Okay. As opposed as opposed to being reactionary, because I think you do that a lot. Um, I, I, I'm hearing a laugh, so I'm guessing that that we're pretty close here. I want to also tell you that I get it. Sometimes I see, you know, when you talk to people, particularly on the radio, you don't see their faces. So these little, at least for me, because I'm very visual, these little images and things pop in your head or songs play in your head. I get a sense of a whole. H-O-L-E, a hole. And okay. I want to say, and I want to say to you, don't fill in your hole while you're still standing in it. Okay. Um, it's, I just, it's, it's really interesting with you because you, you're just reactionary at the moment. Um, I think that you're, you've got some magnificent things coming. But again, it's one of those things where you know this already. I just need you to actually believe it. I'm not telling you anything other than confirming what you already know. But okay. I, I don't I don't get a great sense of movement around you or energy um, or action. I, I get a sense of rebounding and reacting. Does that make sense? Um, I'm writing everything down here on... Yeah, I'm I know sure. it's kind of, it's 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 challenging sometimes. I, I just get a sense that you're like a cork in the water, and you perfectly are. You stay afloat. And nothing's going to happen to the cork, but it moves around because of other people's actions and other people's words and other people's deeds, um, rather than having any uh, propulsion on its own. And that's that's where I'm just getting the sense that um, once you change your mind about how you want to be in the world, your sense, your place in the world, uh, then the rewards are just unama- amazing. I mean, I, I just get a sense that uh, what you think is a complicated situation at the moment um, isn't complicated once you actually realize you've got a lot of options available to you. Oh, okay. You don't do dilemmas well either, do you? Um, I, I don't. I don't really agree with that. I feel like I handle things pretty well. No, I said, a di- I, I said a dilemma. You don't do dilemmas. Not cho- the choices you do. Uh huh. And by dilemma, I am talking about only having this or that. 
you are one of those people that needs to have lots of options. Okay. To make things work. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm encouraging for you you to do, too. Again, go back and listen to the archive, and you'll hear I'm very careful about the way um, that I use words with people. And um, I just I want to keep you away from the either-or situation and keep you in the and situations. You can do this and that and this, and then you can choose, rather than being put into a corner where you've got to choose one or the other. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Does that kind of give you a, a sense of where you are? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. You're welcome, Beth. Bye-bye. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Erica, 305, you're on the air. Hi, Michael. Uh, my name is Deanna. Hi, Scott. Uh, hi. I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. What was it? My name is Deanna. Hi, Deanna. How are I you? I listened to you. I'm good. I listened to you with Donna Lay about a month ago. Very interesting show then, very interesting show now. Um, also an interpreter. Wardi is one of the things that I see all the time. It really means uh, seeing people, how they say things, how they react. And I agree. I just wish people knew what it really meant. Uh, <clears throat> I've been having a lot of um, difficulties, obstacles in my past. Although I became certified 20 years ago, it's been a really long uphill climb. And I was wondering when I'm going to reach the top. Oh, my gosh. Um, that could be a whole two-hour show. Um, well, th- th- then let, then let, let me ask you something. Well, let me ask you something, Deanna. If, if you heard me on the show with Donna Lay, then I, if I recall right, and I will preface this by saying when I do this kind of stuff, um, I think like most readers it goes in and out, and I don't remember all of it unless it's really um, noteworthy. Um, it, it's more, you know, gosh, where did that come from kind of stuff. That being said, one of the biggest things that you always hear me talk about um, is being careful of the words that you choose. And when I asked you how you were doing tonight, what did you say? Great. Well, it's not. I don't doing think much you said. Than I, I don't was. think you said that. Yes. Okay. I, I think you said good. Um, not great. And one of the things that I'm also hearing with you, your choice of words. Um, you know, you tell me, you ask me a question. When are you going to get to the top? And I've firmly believe that you get the best answers with the best questions. You know, how how do you know you're not at the top right now and it's all downhill from here? Well, I don't know it, but I tend to feel that because it's been 20 years of struggling to do what I want to do in a steady manner at the court. Okay. In obstacle after obstacle, and I don't seem to be getting higher up. I seem to be slipping slipping back, and it's hard to choose my words because English is not my first language, so I'm really trying to modulate and, you know, make myself understood sometimes. So the words, you know, sometimes go back. Well, you're doing a great job, by the way. You, you would never know that you do not have a fluid use 
of the English language. I think I think you're far better than you give yourself credit for. That being said, well, Diana, federal certified, I am I am very knowledgeable of the words, but putting them out on my own rather than translating someone else's thoughts into a second language and vice sure. versa, that's my area of expertise. Not you know thinking and enunciating how pronouncing my own words. Well, and that that actually leads us to to a great discussion tonight, which I think will be an empowering tool for not only you but for others, um, because you are such a wordsmith and someone who translates and deals with language constantly. I want you to to listen to yourself. You are constantly talking about challenges and obstacles and trouble, and you know moving backwards. I haven't heard. You take one of those and give me the positive spin on it. It's really easy to come up with negative things. We can all do that. Negative, you know what? Negative is easy. I'm challenging you, Diana, to, to tell me what do you want. You tell me, you, you're asking me when will you be at the top. I'm asking you, what does that mean? What do you want? Okay. Cognition is prior to recognition. I would like recognition. So significance is important for you. Significance and being yes. recognized, acceptance from others, definitely. I always wonder, is it because my voice is so raspy, so hoarse, that I'm not given the proper chance, or do I not inspire the confidence? I just don't know. I and mean, it, it's really, um, when you said vampire or victim, they both start with a V, one preceded because it has an A after it. And I don't want to be at either spot. I seem to be finding myself <clears throat> in the victim spot more in my throughout my life than the vampire spot because I so, you, so you're a victim wanting to be scruple. a vampire. No, I, I, what I'm saying is I have scruples. So I don't want to become a vampire, but I also don't want to be a victim. I want to be in the middle of the seesaw. You can't have both. Wow. <laughs> Well, that's, that's who, who taught you? Who taught you the rules that you just put on that whole? All I did was ask a question: vampire or victim? Do you know that you brought with that all kinds of rules and baggage? And if you're going to carry that kind of baggage with you, there's going to be a heavy handling charge. Yeah, second guessing oneself is not really the best thing, but. You also don't want to harm others, so you don't want to become a vampire for that reason. You don't want to suck you know, energy out of others. You don't want to take unfair advantage. And it's really hard when you're not taking advantage when you get it because you yourself say it's unfair. Well, Diana, can, can we agree on one thing, that all human beings move from pain and towards pleasure? That's what we do. Can, can we agree on that? We prefer pleasure. We can agree on that. Well, we, and, and you don't like pain, do you? No. Well, uh, most people don't like pain. I did, by the way, glance at the chat board, and Michael, yes, I did see your thing. But, um, Diana, what I'm asking you is can, can we at least understand that everybody is out there moving towards pleasure? moving towards things that will, in the end of the day, make us breathe easier. That everybody who calls in this show tonight all wants the same thing. You know that, right? 
They all want yeah, to just H- they they, they all want to. Like, well, you're calling you're calling it significance. The prior caller wanted commitment. The next caller is going to want something else. And at the end of the day, you know what everybody wants? Everybody wants peace. to feel everybody wants to feel better. Yeah, peace, definitely. Well, it's peace for you. Some people don't want contentment. Some people, you know, and, and I will tell you it's interesting because you want significance and recognition. That doesn't necessarily bring peace to you. And I'm wondering at this point if you can understand that you're setting up these inner conflicts and these inner this inner angst for yourself. You know, it's again when I said vampire and victim, I'm not going to, you know, whether we want to use that metaphor or not, the reality is you don't want either one. You want exactly. something else. That's what I do when I do voice yeah. other people's words. Yeah, exactly. And I'm wondering if you've exercised so much patience that you've basically lost your own rules. Have you ever sat down and figured out what you want, why you want it? No, Scott. I have not. That's a good point. I have never written down what my own rules are for behavior. Then I dare you. I I, I dare you to do that. I adopted uh, Rudyard Kipling's poem, If, as my motto, or it was adopted for me when I was 10. And uh, it was a good learning, but, yeah, I guess I've always... Uh, what is your greatest fear? Oh, my goodness. Uh, destitution. I'm sorry? Pain, destitution, pain, and then ending up in a nursing home, which I've visited many people there many times God, that would be my huge fear so being being poor and being being institutionalized essentially yeah exactly so a loss of control a loss of freedom a loss of your own authority a loss of your own significance exactly. right exactly exactly so sit down and by the way this works for um all of the callers, take what your highest want is and write down how you know when you'll get it. How, 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 Deanna, will you know when you're significant enough? How will you know when you're at the top of the significance game? Well, people will ask me for my opinion, and it will be valued. Well, I'm asking you, and I value you, so... There, you're at the top of your game. That's nice. Coming from a tested digitator or something like that, uh, quick fingers, yeah, that, that's good. Uh, you were the one that wrote, the, you were the one that created the black and white tarot in a way? Yes, I am. Yeah, I remember that. It was very interesting. Any Any cards that you could... Show for me that well well, actually, I've been doing it while we've been chatting um that that's how I do this is that i I sit there and as we're chatting, pull them up. um I can tell you that as we are now doing this part of the discussion, I got three cards for you, one was faith, one was rivalry, and the other was sacrifice, and what that tells me is that you need to have more certainty in your life, you need to have more faith in yourself um you need to literally i get a sense when i talked to 
said the prior caller about time, you're just all over the place. You you move between yeah, the past and the, and the present and the future. You're just everywhere. Um, and and with, with, with that brings competition. And that's what I'm getting a sense in your questions and in your words. And you need to understand that if you continue with that type of word choice, that you're basically creating a self-sacrifice situation. You're going to be isolated. I want you to start using words that are empowering. I want you to quit using the word try. I don't know if you follow me on Facebook at all, um, but if you don't, go to, go to Facebook. Pardon me? I'm not online, but I, I'm not online at home, but I will. Okay. You know, one of the things that I quoted uh, on, on Facebook that seemed to get a lot of chuckles from people um, was the quote from Yoda. Did you see Star Wars? Long ago, yes. Okay. Yoda said, do or do not. There is no try. And I want you to think about okay. that. Okay. Deanna, either do it or don't do it. Don't try. And by the way, you know, again, for all the listeners, I don't think anybody can try. Nobody tries. I, I dare any of you to pick up a pencil or a piece of paper or a coin, anything, and hold it in your hands and try to drop it. You're either going to drop it or you don't. Try to stand up for me. You're either going to stand up or you won't. When you t- use the word try, you are inviting failure. I, I see what you're saying. Think your words out. It's a little bit more difficult for me because I do them in a few languages at the same time. But you're that's right. fine. I, I don't want you to think your words out. I want you to think your. I want you to think your desires out, and I want you to write them down, and I want you to make, just like Michael and I would do with a business plan for our businesses. I want you to create a life plan for yourself. You want me to be cognizant of my own thoughts. No, I want you to feel your desires and make them happen. I want you I want you when we hang up the phone to imagine you're walking on the beach and you discover a genie lamp. What's your primary culture by the way? South American. Okay. And European. And European. So you know you, you know what a uh, the Aladdin's lamp is? Of course. Okay. Well, some people don't. Some people. One night. Yeah, it's very good. Some, some people deal with gins and some people deal with genies. And so I, I want to be very cognizant and sensitive to whatever your cultural upbringing is. So let's deal with, with Aladdin's lamp. And the genie comes out and gives you, just to walk this through with me, the genie walks through you and walks up to you and says, "You have three wishes, Deanna. Don't tell me them, by the way, on the radio, because you can't. You're not. You don't tell your wishes. It dissipates the energy. But can you imagine three wishes in your head right now? Not yet, no, because I don't know what they are. Yeah, I, I see. Know your wishes, know thyself. Well, I want oh, you to do one. Are. I want you to do one more thing for me." After you come up with the three, I want you to get rid of two of them. Okay. And the one that you're left with is the one you start 
like a laser beam focusing on. Okay. You know, one of my one of my favorite authors in the whole world is Richard Bach. He wrote Jonathan Livingston Siegel. Um, more importantly for me, he wrote Illusions, uh, The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah. And one of the phenomenal quotes that this man put out there was, you're never given a wish without being given the power to make it true. Okay. You, you may have to work for it. But I want you to th- I want you to wrap your head and your heart around that concept. If you can form the wish, that means you can accomplish it. Okay. I do want to ask you not to um, hang up so I can continue to listen, because like I said, I'm not online. And I want to uh, confirm the thing about rivalry. That's what always has upset me, the rivalry. <laughs> but yeah, and I am scattered, definitely. But I enjoy blog talk, and I enjoy having the chance to speak to intelligent, well-informed people as yourself, and not to feel as isolated as I did, say, two years ago. Well, and I think that's terrific. And by the way, when I talk about rivalry, um, I think you know, as you've just, I think, confirmed, you don't like arguments. Arguments create stress and trauma and pain for you. Otherwise, I would be an attorney. <laughs> so so just, just understand that that's something, again, it's not a judgment. It's It's something that drives you. It's one of your life's chosen strategies is to avoid that, which makes you, by the way, probably exactly. a good mediator. It makes you a good exactly. facilitator. Exactly. So exactly. find your. That's what I am. So find your strengths, and work on those. Stop looking at what you haven't accomplished or what isn't happening. Let's let's take you to the next level, Diana. What do you think you could do right now when you hang up the phone to take your life to the next level? One thing. The list of what I want. Okay, other than that list, because that's not fair, I told it to you. This one you got to come up with on your own. What else could you do tonight? Well, go to sleep early because I have an 8.30 call tomorrow. <laughs> that's great. That's and, you're, you're, and, and get a restful sleep because that will, that will give you personal power, personal energy. I do Start. enjoy speaking to you. And thanks, thanks for, you know, Michael, for bringing Scott on. And I will eventually get your your tarot deck, definitely. Very nice word, save, rivalry, sacrifice. Easier to absorb and assimilate than the others. Well, thank you, you know, thank you for saying that. Um, as, a, as a lady of words, I will say this for people who have not seen the deck yet. It's a deck of words. The, the, the images on it are secondary. And it was built around the concept that today... In our world, uh, words are as symbolic as a Nike shoe symbol. And we are living in such a fast-paced world that we now have Twitter and we now have texting and we now have IMs. Um, I, I actually work with a number of people. I've got a lot of employees, and some of them don't even speak English to me anymore. Um, I actually had someone in a meeting look at me and say, BRB meaning be right back. It was it, 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 they they meant be be right back, but they're so used to texting BRB or you know ROFL. It took me forever to figure that one out, which is rolling on the floor laughing or LOL. They talk like this. 
and and so George what I don't. Well, so what? Well, and one of the things that makes me crazy, by the way, Michael, I don't know about you, and I don't mean to insult you, but I can't stand it when one of my employees says, "My bad." I know it's common out there, and now I'm sounding like an old fogey, but the reality is that's not even English. No. And, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, and so, you know, because of all of that, the Deck of Shadows was created, and when you lay the cards out, they actually create their own sentences. They create their own words so that you don't have to use the symbols of a tarot deck or use the um, the other interpretations of somebody for some of the other oracle decks these are words and it's in black and white by the way as i've as i've said before it's almost like a coloring book for the soul you lay the cards out and particularly when you're up close and personal for a personal reading people see the black and white and i can ask them what colors they see and then they can overlay that on there so thank you for noticing there in black and white as well I appreciate very much everything, and thank you very much, Michael. You're welcome, Darren. I'll go ahead and I'll mute you so you can continue listening in. And happy Valentine's. Have a great day. Happy Valentine's. Nice lady. Yes, she is. She's got wonderful energies. So we're going to take a couple more calls, and then I want to get a reading from you, too. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Erica217, you're on the air. Hello, Scott. This is Judith. Hey, Judith. How are you? Well, fine, thank you. And uh, you're very, very competent. Well, gee, thanks. (laughs) More than good. Nobody's ever said that to me before, and I can hear Anastasia in the background saying that. Well, I could say fabulous and all those things, and that would be true, too. But um, competent seems so affirmative. Well, you know what? I'm going to take it in exactly the way it was it was said, and thank you. How have you oh, been? You're welcome. I haven't chatted with you in a long time. How, no, how are you? No, I haven't. And uh, I would like to know what maybe I need need to do to continue creating my higher path that I'm working on. Um, okay. Judith, because you called and because you do this yourself and because you are such a public person anyway, I am going to assume I have the freedom to speak bluntly and candidly to you. Do I have permission to do that? <laughs> you always seem to do that, no matter right, whether so, I give permission. <laughs> I, 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 that's true. I will do it anyway. So, okay. so, So what I want is I want to say something to you, and I want you to take it to heart without being hurt. Fair enough? Yes. Take it to heart. Do not be hurt. I want you to grow up. And I want you you to stop being jealous. Oh? Yeah. And I want you to have gratitude in your life. Not the kind that you're doing now. Because I get a sense right now that there are many more things that you can be grateful for than you're noticing. And if you will start appreciating what's going on around you a little bit more, I think your life is about to take a marvelous turn. And you're going to start seeing the difference once you start adding this extra layer of gratitude. And I'm going to say imposed forgetfulness. You want to call it forgiveness? That's great. But I want you to move on, get over the pettiness, and I want you to understand there's you who called 
a few minutes ago, and now there's the new you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you, you're very right. I've been doing the grateful and the forgiving and all that for quite some time. And the more I have done it, I realize that there, like you just now said, there are little things, there are constantly all kinds of little things going on around you that you really are totally unaware of that you really need to be grateful for. Do you have a pen and a paper? Yes. I want you to write this down, and I want you to stick it on your refrigerator. Promise me you'll do this. Okay. Just one sec. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Okie doke. I All right. have okay. no, N-O, mm-hmm. problems, period. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I have no <laughs> problems, right? Is that that's all? Correct. That's that's it. That's about as big as it gets for you. Oh, I because think that's be, pretty big. <laughs> be, because I, I, <laughs> I want you to stop seeing tragedy and inequity. I want you to stop being so darn attached to what you're seeing as bad things. Right. Stop letting your fears rule your life. You're better yeah, than that. Very correct, Scott. Mhm. Does that make sense for you? Yes, it does. It makes a lot of sense. You, you mm-hmm. have not lost what you once had. You've got a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I need you to replace your fear with the knowledge. Mhm. That's just really coming to me. I mean, I've I've had this knowledge for so long, but the realization of it, instead of thinking, dwelling on the other things, is really coming to me at, at this time. I, I'm also getting a sense, Judith, that what is starting to happen is that you're jumping to conclusions. And okay. you're hurting you're hurting others, and you're not meaning to, but you're doing that. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Um, as Anastasia says, we work it out. But I, I, oh, um, I know you work it out. You no, know, we're learning. I think we're learning how to talk to each other in sort of sort of um, prerequisite, you know, beforehand by you know, stating the fact that we're just discussing something. Do, do, you, you know, do, you know the old, do you know the old child's rhyme, sticks and stones can break my bones? Yes, yes. Do you know what the real one is? This is? I'm making that up, by the way. It's not the real one, but it's the one that I use. All right. Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can break a heart. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Your words, you're, Judith. You're a very strong person. You know that. You're you're, you're the mama. You're, you are the empress. Um, because of that, your words act like swords and axes. Okay. And you need to use them with wisdom. Okay. You know, I don't think that we look at ourselves that way, and we don't see that there that with that power, you know, that it could have that kind of effect. Well, that's what you have Michael and me for. <laughs> True. To keep reminding you that's good. To, to, to celebrate your triumphs. 
to, mm-hmm. to literally appreciate life. I, when I, I don't mean that tritely when I tell you to put that on your refrigerator. What I'm asking you, Judith, to do is to start comparing a little better. See what you really have instead of contrasting. Because there are a lot of people out there that have a lot less than you do, that have accomplished a lot less than you have. Okay. And the ordeals that you get a sense that you're going through? Yes. They're they're no different than when you ride down the street in your car and you get a speed bump. It doesn't keep you from getting where you're going. Don't don't let the speed bump keep you from getting to your sanctuary, keep you from having your freedom. That's a wonderful way to have put it, Scott. That's really beautiful. Well, thank you. Does, does that help you tonight? Oh, absolutely, immensely. And um, no, I want you to I want you to keep your vision of the world intact. I want you to keep this empress about you. But but that means being encouraging and nurturing. And gentle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just be gentle with yourself and others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, this really has been wonderful, Scott. I really appreciate it. And I thank you, and I thank Michael for having you on. Well, I'm glad, you're welcome. I'm glad you tuned in and called in, and it was nice chatting with you. Oh, really, really great. I wish you a lot of success, which you already have. <laughs> oh, thank you, ma'am. So I'll talk with you later. Have a terrific night. Well, you Bye, too. <laughs> Bye-bye. So by Anastasia, you better call in. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. I'm doing it now. <laughs> okay. Oh, can you keep me on, Michael? I sure can. All right. Thank you, and thanks, Scott. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, we, they were telling, well, you saw that in chat room, telling Anastasia to call in, but we have Aaron on the phone next, area code 613. Hi, Michael. Hi, Scott. Hey, Aaron. How are you? Good. I don't know. Now I'm nervous after that one. Why? <laughs> well, because oh, I'm expecting you to talk right straight. You're expecting me to talk right straight. Yeah, you know, like right... Right to your heart? Yeah. Embrace the change <laughs> that you're going through. Embrace the change. Yeah, whoever you are, wherever you wind up being, um, it's literally all good, and I want you to embrace the mystery. I, I, it's funny, because I tell people two things, that desire and curiosity are what keep us alive. Curiosity is the next thing that I'm getting for you in particular. Just keep asking questions, Aaron. Keep wondering. Because I just get this whole sense that um, you've got this whole springtime coming, and I don't mean the weather. It's just this, this, I just get this grand and glorious thing coming for you, that basically um, you've got this awakening happening um, with your emotions. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel rejuvenated, my dear. Oh, I want I, I I want you. I, I know you. I just saw in the chat room. It looks like you're getting ready to to turn it in tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> b- before you go to bed tonight, I want you to imagine. If you don't say anything out loud, I want you to imagine, if you would, for me, 
the most pleasurable feeling that you've ever had or experienced in your life. And I want that to be the last thing you fall asleep with tonight. Okay. And I want you, as you do that, to put a symbol and a color to it. And when you awaken in the morning, I want you to see how many times that symbol and that color speak to you. And every time you see the symbol and every time you see the color, I want it to remind you of that feeling. That will carry you through tomorrow. How's that for talking straight to your heart? Great. That'll, how's that for getting you to tingle with excitement? <laughs> yeah, huh? Great. How's that for a Valentine's present? Oh, that's wonderful. There. Now, now, now we've just solved the entire mystery of love for you. Ah, yeah. Okay. Do you have anything in specific? Anything specific you want to know? Uh, about my career. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't be t- don't be so consumed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I, again, it's one of those things where I get a sense of just lots of forward movement, but there's risk involved. And I do get a sense of transition, and somebody's lying to you. Oh. Oh. And I want you just to be be aware that not everybody's nice. Mm. But true. you knew that. Yep. Okay. So you may have to, I'll use the word sacrifice just because I used it a few minutes ago. You may have to sacrifice some things, but I want you to be true to your word because that's what's going to carry you through. I get a sense of that your promises, your ability to fulfill your promises um, are what what triumph at the end, that very few people say and do, lots of people say, and then don't do. Mm. That's going to require you to have lots of confidence in yourself. So one of the things that I want you to do is to don't open your mouth unless you can fulfill what you're about to say. And if you can't do that, then you better start having a lot more tolerance for other people. Yes, it does, actually. Especially the, uh... I love when people say, yes, it does, actually. Like, nope, Scott, it was never going to make any sense, but, God, you surprised us. <laughs> no, because uh, well, I was... Of all the people, Erin, going... of all the people. Yeah. Okay, I, I want you to understand, when I talk about flexibility, I am not talking about you gambling and taking risks. I'm talking you about I'm talking to you about making decisions. Okay. Being true to yourself, being authentic, being congruent. Yeah? Okay. You just sitting here kinda of letting it all sink in? Yeah, and I'm trying to write it down too at the same time. Well, you can always play it back. Um, the, the nice thing with you, you're one of those nine lives people. Hmm. Mm. So yep. when, yeah, and, and so when 
these what I call complete overthrows of your existing lifestyle take place, there is a place in you that brings the temperance card, that brings that balance. What I don't want you to do is to be complacent. This is the time when I get a lot of movement for you. Again, a lot of change. So that means being on top of your game. That means you know you have the skills, you know the tools, you know the inner strength. You sometimes get complacent and figure, I can tell other people. I don't have to do it myself. Mm. So I will say to you, Michael, you asked about my wife, correct? Yes. I, I will say to you, Aaron, what she says to me all the time. Sometimes, Aaron, we teach best what we need most to learn. So there, I'm reminding you to to go back to the basics, to go back to the stuff you've learned, to go back to the stuff that makes Aaron Aaron. You used to do yoga, yeah? Oh, very little. You used to do yoga, yeah? Yes. And you stopped? Yes. <laughs> Why? Why? When you figure that out, you will have discovered an unbelievable life choice that you made. How do you work out now? Uh, actually, I'm not working out, oh, except yeah. for work at work. <laughs> I'm walking, but I physically I'm not working out, which I should be. Okay. When you make these a must your life will change. Mm. The quality of your life will change with the quality of your workout. Mm. Life is about moving, Aaron, not working. We weren't made to sit. this make sense? Yes. Got stuff to think about tonight? I do. I, I do, do want you, by the way, tonight will be the best night's sleep that you've ever had. I don't want you to, to let all of this ramble around in your conscious mind. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, take out your piece of paper, write down the dream journal that you stopped doing a while ago. <laughs> That's another one of those things you used to do. You stopped. Uh-huh. We, we, we hitting you directly enough yet? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> You're good. Thank you. You're good, too. Just remember yeah. that. Thank you. Have a great night. Uh, thank you. And everybody, get that deck of shadows because it's fabulous. Thank you. They're going to have a great night. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just saying that you're amazing. And, of course, you are. That's why you're on the show, too. Oh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. It, it, you know, it, it's – thank you. I'll just leave it at that. It, calls like that are, are always fun. And um, you've had some, some great callers tonight, which I am – 
trusting, I don't hope, by the way. Hope is not a strategy for me. I am trusting that people are getting other messages, too, um, that things that I say to Aaron will resonate with other people as well. That's why I love doing shows like yours, Michael, because of the archive ability where people can play it back and they can say, hey, that makes sense for my life. Um, that's why I do these, because it's the ability to share on a larger scale, even though we're taking a lot of time or I'm taking a lot of time with individuals. It's because it's so important, the messages that are getting out there, for other people to take to heart. And you know, if it makes sense, then use it. Just because I said it to Aaron, if it makes sense to you, use it. Yeah, that's another reason why, too, I have... Um you know, Blog Talk changed their platform, and um, I went ahead for the bigger account, um, so we can reach a bigger audience. And I figure that's that's important to do. Yeah, and and by the way, thank you for that. Um, I, I will say that on behalf of everybody, that I, I know that Blog Talk changed its style. Um, some of the shows have gone away. Some of them have changed not only format but time zone. Um, and I think that your listeners may not be aware of what a commitment it is from you to keep a show like this going in the time slot with the format, with the longer ability to serve people. So I applaud you for that. Well, thank you. I was going to take a couple more calls, and then I'll have to see what you have to say about me. If you dare. Okay. Oh, I'm gutsy. <laughs> you know, I'm gutsy, you know. Not a problem. Eric, code 804, you're on the air. Unbelievable. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. This is Hugh from Virginia. And perhaps somewhere after this call, Scott can help me bless you and get that chapel up and running the way you would like it. <laughs> uh, that'd be nice. How you doing, Hugh? I'm doing terrific. I'm fully empowered and I need someone like you to help me manifest and change the whole world for the betterment of all. Wow. There's That's a goal. how big it is. There's a goal. Um, talk about someone who's moving and going and coming and has their head uh, where they want it. How, how can, I mean, other than this lofty goal, is there a specific thing that you called about tonight, or is this just a general, how do I take your life to the next level? No, I uh, just happen to zero in. That's I have a self-taught expertise of what I term creative utilization of information. It's an extremely powerful concept. I've had a lot of bizarre experiences over my lifetime, and I also have a lot of documentation that uh, enables me to back up and show just where I've been and where I'm going with everything, and I really want to help get this country back on track and help in the overall betterment of mankind. Your skill set is absolutely perfect, and I think if you get a beat on me, you'll be quite excited to see, uh, and, and we'll have a lot of fun because I have unlimited creativity. <laughs> well, I, I can say this about you, um, if, if you don't mind me playing with you for a minute. Not at all. Uh, th that the one thing that I want you to examine, Hugh, is bringing a little more heart area, heart zone, passion, um, that chakra area into play. You are a phenomenal intellect. Um, you also, as I said, you're a 
I, a mover and a shaker. You can do that. What I want from you, what I sense from you, what I need from you is the energy of passion, not just the words of passion. And they have to tie in. The, the deeds and the passion need to t- tie in. Um, I do get a sense there have been some trials and endeavors in the past that you think have been in vain, um, but I do get a sense that I mean, you've got some great success coming too. Um, interestingly, I know you are set in your ways. I sense it. I hear it. Everybody who's uh, listening to you can sense this dedication on your part. You're going to change your mind. I just get this whole sense that suddenly you're going to make a realization and your mind is going to change about something that up until now you believe to be um, a rule. And I do believe for you that failure is impossible. That, That I will tell you. I do believe that your determination is what gives you your courage to move forward. I want you to understand it's okay to stare failure in the face. And I just get a sense that there is a failure coming that causes you to change your mind. Does that make sense to you? Uh, in some ways... It's not what you want to hear, but it's... it's no, no. It, I, in some ways, I, I think I'm muddling through it uh, in a bizarre experience that I went through. And... Uh, when you say, is this the one okay. where, where somebody tried to rescue you and you went through this whole interchange trans, transformation? No, where I went through a, a whole situation that was from the dark side attacking me, but I got through yeah. it. It didn't it didn't pan out the way I had hoped. But if I had to do it over again, I was doing it for the benefit of others, and I would do it over and over and over again. That's if the, I had that's the, the rescue thing. I was, that's the rescue thing I was talking about. What, I, what yes, I'm asking, but, what I'm, what I'm asking you to understand is, you still have a mentor coming. You still have a guide coming for you, and I want you to understand. I, I, I really, this is one of Scott's life rules. You don't have to adopt it, but I'm going to share it with you because I think you're one of those people that will understand it. I want you, if you will, adopt the mindset that everyone you meet is your teacher or your student or both. You're not just the teacher. Oh, I fully agree. I'm a collaborator. That's what I want to be, and that's what I want to teach other people. You're not, not, no, listen listen, listen to me here. You're not just a collaborator. Sometimes you're the student. You've still got stuff to learn, my friend. You wouldn't be here otherwise. Right. We all have stuff to learn. If we were done learning, we wouldn't be here. And I know that I, I can sense your enthusiasm. I can sense your exuberance. I can sense your passion. I just don't want it to consume your ability to stay the student. Because you've got somebody, just get a sense, you've got somebody phenomenal coming your way, and I want you to be open to it. I have them all around me already, and I will say this. I, I'm speaking from my heart when I'm doing these things. I'm self-proclaimed to you the heartbeat of America. I'm known as that in the National Museum of Patriotism. 
I don't have email or fax, but the, is there a phone number at that law firm that you have? Yeah, I, I will. There is, but I will tell you, um, it is <laughs> be, because of what I do. They're never going to let you get through to me, um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just no, I, it, it's one it's one of the the collateral damage aspects of my life that I have unbelievable people that work with me who, quite frankly, protect me and don't let people through when they call. You are certainly, I mean, do you have the Internet or anything like that? Well, you have I, the internet, there is you. a blog that was put on the Internet for me. It has a letter from President Obama to me related to the economy. There's a poem that I dedicated to my wife, which is in the Ronald Reagan Library, and there's an interview that can be downloaded if uh, I can share that with you. That then my phone well, number on this email. All I can tell you is the best way to get a hold of me, Hugh, is, is quite frankly, either, right. if you don't do it to have somebody do it for you, you can always find me on Facebook. My email is on uh, my website, so you can have somebody check that out. But I just I'm usually not even in the office most of the time. So to get a hold of me that way wouldn't do you any good. I appreciate your, your willingness to share with me. Um, and, again, I applaud you for your passion. I just I want you to stay childlike, though. Oh, I am. I, I'm having a, a ball, and I have I have a lot of people uh, that are just connecting, getting a beat on me now. Uh, you'll see, Hugh, the heartbeat of America out there, shake, rattling, and roll in the country. <laughs> terrific. Well, well Terrific, terrific with what you want to accomplish. I'm glad that you have your dreams. Stay true to them, but but be aware there are other people out there that still have a lot to teach you. I I am fully aware of that, and I, you're very accurate, very good, and God bless you for all the help that you do for people. Thank you, Hugh. I'm glad you tuned in tonight. Take care. Some good energies with him too. So they, 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 all of your people have good energy. Of course, of course. But speaking of good energies, we got Mama uh, got you know got on the hot seat. Now it's Anastasia's turn to be in the hot seat. <laughs> Hi, Anastasia. Hi, Michael. This is all Aaron's fault. And look at her; she left already. And I know. Me, did you say she's having dreams? <laughs> yes, about you apparently. <laughs> Excuse oh, me. I missed, I missed that part. <laughs> yeah, oh, you missed that one. <laughs> you put it in the chat room. Oh, Scott, you know, I really don't know what to ask. I know there's a lot of shifts and changes, and you mentioned those, I know, to me last year. Um, and I'm just, um, you know, working through those right now. We're all kind of in a transition period, it seems. Well, I'll tell you what. How, how about, if you don't mind, you, you actually sent me um, a message earlier today. Yes. Oh, yes. I yes. wanted to try that out and see. What um, and and what, Ana, what Anastasia and I are chatting about is uh, on my blog I had put out what I call the Princess Bride True Love. I almost called it True Love, but I didn't. Um, for those who understand the Princess Bride, I, it, it's a spread to help you discover true passion in your life. And Anastasia, one of the things that I'm looking at this is, did you actually read this, or did you just pull the cards and send them to me for the fun? No, no, no. I read them. I mean, I, I pulled them you know, and asked before I pulled them and everything, so... And, and what did you discover? You know, I'm trying to remember. I did this so much earlier in the day. Um, oh, great! I, so it made a, it made a great impact on you, no, didn't it? No, 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 it really did. I mean, they were right on with everything that 
I'm trying to think what what I pulled. Well, the now. first the, the the first card that came up because I think this ties in with why you're calling. Okay. Um, even though even though you're claiming, uh, <laughs> and we'll we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and take it at that. Even though you're claiming that it's Aaron's fault, um, that the one thing that you pulled the Buttercup card, which is that which brings you love, is time, and you know what you will do for love is maturation. Yeah. Those two cards. That's that's a pretty heavy combination of things. Okay. And, you know, it makes me wonder if you aren't giving time too much importance. Yeah. Um, th- that I, I will say this, my heart to your heart at the moment. Anastasia, I know you feel like you're running out of time, yeah? In what way, Scott? Well, I, I think I just get a sense you're one of those people that constantly feels like she's running out of time. Well, like she you need... never have enough time to do everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, it. And, and, and I will tell you, you are running out of time, and you will run out of time. Okay. And it's okay. <laughs> okay. A- and I'm urging you to stop thinking of being perfect. Okay, yes, I know. And start being excellent. Okay. But that's a different, that's a different life strategy. Okay. So if you wanted to be excellent instead of perfect, what could you do right now? to take your life to the next level? Oh, my gosh. That's an excellent question. <laughs> Ooh, that's a really excellent question. There's so many things to just let go of and then... Okay, can, so so, so letting letting go... Getting rid of the weights that you're, you know, putting on yourself. Well, I, I've said this before to people, and Anastasia, I know you've heard me say it. If someone were to walk into your living room right now and dump a trash can full of garbage in your living room, what would you do? <laughs> oh, my. You'd want to clean it up, but then is that the right thing to do? Well, you don't get to ask me the questions. This is my show. <laughs> oh, no. I probably would start cleaning it up. Okay. Do you understand that's a life strategy? Yeah. You're going around cleaning everybody else's mess up. Yeah. Yeah? And when you talk about letting go, if that life strategy is not working for you anymore, and by the way, that's, you know, for those, again, those listening in, I am not just throwing out gobbledygook for you to sit there and, you know, digest and drink the Kool-Aid and say, oh, this is marvelous. No, if it works for you, great. If what you're doing in your life is working Keep doing it. We're only dealing with issues. I'm only dealing with issues when things aren't working for you. I will be behind you pushing all the way if it's if, it, if your life strategies are working. But when you tell me that you have to let go of things, that tells me right now things aren't working. Right? Yes, that's true. So in order to make things work, what do you have to let go? Starting with cleaning up other people's messes. Right. Oh, just, I think, self-doubt, comparison, insecurities, all kinds of stuff. Well, any particular thing you want to keep? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> What's your biggest fear? A lot should go. I'm um, sorry? Maybe it's around perfection, to be honest. Not being perfect enough, or not being okay, not. You be- can't be perfect. 
Not being deserving enough. Okay. Worthy well, those enough. Are two, those are two different things. Okay. First of all, I absolve you of being perfect. There. That's from me to you. Okay. <laughs> I want you to be excellent, but okay. I don't want you to be perfect. Again, if you were perfect, I don't think you'd be here right now. No, probably not. I do want you to be excellent. Now, being afraid of not being worthy, for whom? Mm. I know we're on the air. I understand. So I I just want you to ask that question to yourself internally and start asking yourself, who taught you that? And after you ask yourself, who taught me that? Again, now we're back to, is that particular goal working for me? It's not. No. How about, do you believe in your own magic? Yeah, that's a process right now, but yeah. Wow, that 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 was not a, but yeah, question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, no, you no. I, I I want you to feel this though. Mhm. No, I'm starting to, but I'm I'm nervous and scared about it. I think. Do you want to be the rock that goes in the water, or you want to be the ripples? No, no. <laughs> I always feel like these are trick questions. They're not trick questions, because I get a sense you're just leaving ripples. Ah, okay. Yeah, probably so, because I'm afraid to be grounded, having the rock go in the water. All right. And you want you can't take loss and sadness very well. No, no, I can't. Not, not not many people can, but it it it's one of those things where I just get this whole overriding sense from you that, gosh, I'm going to say this. I'm holding some of it back because we're on the radio. That's okay. Love hurts so much for you because of that. Yeah, that's right. And when you have the real thing in front of you, Scott, it makes it really hard to just switch gears and say, okay, I'm going with it. Well, I'm going to say this to you specifically. Your body knows the right thing to do. Your head and your heart get so screwed up sometimes okay. yeah. that you're one of those people that may benefit from just listening to your body. Okay. All right. And that will keep you from being... Have you ever fished? No, no. Okay. When, when, when fishermen go out with their lures and their bait, they look for the places where the fish are the hungriest. Mm-hmm. And then they throw the bait out, and they're really quiet, and then the, the fish just fight over this thing. I don't want you to be that hungry fish. You don't have to take the bait that's offered you every time. Okay. Be be a little more discerning and be a little more self-caring. Okay. You teach people, Anastasia, how to treat you. And you know that. We've had that discussion. That that one I do remember. We have had this discussion. Okay. And I I guess I will leave you with this, that there are things that are not lost forever, particularly relationships. Okay. Kind of a lot to dump on you all at one time. I know it's like a whole bunch of concentrated stuff. Yes, yes. But um, 
You called. You asked. <laughs> I know. I know. Anything else you want to know? Mm, anything happy out of all this? That's all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> every every piece of that is happy. We just we completely empowered you. I just literally gave you tools to to take you out of the out of the plateau into moving forward. Okay. All of that is good. I didn't take any of that as negative. So I don't want you to take any of that as negative. Okay. <laughs> I, I um I will say this. You do have a phenomenal love life coming. Oh. In what way, Scott? You have a phenomenal love life coming in every way. Okay. I I, I think you are about to, and I would, I'm not even going to put a time on it. All right, I will. Next six months, I think you're going to find a level of happiness at the soul level that you have not known before. Okay. Well, I know that's probably one of the things that I'm just so scared about, but it's going to move pretty quickly, I know. Okay, so I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. <laughs> I guess not. But I think That's fine. I, I, it, even if, and I said this at the beginning with Michael, a lot of these calls become nothing more than confirmation and reinforcement, and I'm good with that. Yes. Well, sometimes you just need that reinforcement, that affirmation, that little caring to know it's okay. I'll go one step further. Anastasia, you're okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I know that you have seen me on Facebook periodically. I want you to go back, and I don't remember which one of the posts that I put up there, but it's the Cirque du Soleil song, Let Me Fall. Okay. okay. Got the dog's attention. <laughs> uh, I want you to go back and play... Josh Groban did a, a cover of it, but I want you to actually play the video that I put on my Facebook page with the the live action from the show because okay. it, it's m- so much more powerful with the guy singing it and you watching what they're doing. And I want you to listen to the words. Okay. And it is the story of somebody saying, let me fall because the person that I will be will catch me. Oh, wow. Okay. And I think it will have some very deep meaning for you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Scott, so very much. Well, you're more than welcome. I'm glad you called in tonight, even though you were forced, apparently. <laughs> That's right. No, you can I'm... keep telling Go ahead, tell the story. I'm I'm good with it. What? Oh, who forced me, you mean? Yeah, if you want to keep making this, if you want to keep telling me that other people have forced you to do that, I'm fine with that. No, 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 I... I wanted to, honestly. So nobody forced me. It was my choice. Terrific. I want you to have a magical rest of the night. All right, Scott. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye, Michael. Having fun yet, Mike? Of course. (laughs) I haven't been watching the chat room. I, I presume everybody else is having fun, too. Oh yeah, they're having a great time in Erin. And what they what she was talking about is, um, I suppose Erin put on there that she was going to be dreaming of you tonight when she goes to bed. Oh great, that's all I need is that one to get out. Terrific. Yeah, yeah. And I and I put it in there. I said, well, he's married because well, I have a partner too. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> she was hoping it would get you to laugh. And, and all right, I'm laughing. Erin, you can listen to this in archives. I'm laughing. Erin code six zero nine. You're on the air. Hi, Scott. Hi. 
It's Anna. Hey, Anna. How are you? Oh, well, I'm fantastic. How are you? Oh, you learned. Very good. Yes, I did. I did. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I guess it is almost that time back east. Yeah, it is. It's close to it. It sure is. It sure is. So, what? I'm listening to you. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You just tell me anything you want to tell me. Um... Well, anything well, I want to tell you. Anything you want to tell me, I'm happy to hear. What's your biggest fear? <sighs> well, you know what that is. Is it still that? Oh, it's still that. You know that. Well, I, no, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> now we, we, we can do this dance. Um, I'll do it a different way. What do you want? What do I want? Uh, well, I wrote a letter, and I haven't heard a response. Okay. So I'm waiting on that. I still have a sense for you that you are one of those people that with the snap of your fingers, you can have what you want. Okay. I just still get a sense that there's a lack of direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and it's the focus that that I am challenging you with. Um, I know that love and bliss is absolutely um, not. Well, here's what's funny for you, Anna. Mm-hmm. L- love and bliss is something you so desperately want. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, nobody would even have to push you across the threshold. They wouldn't have to do that. You would jump willingly, and it scares <laughs> the hell out of you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you are not going to be alone. Okay. But you you've got to bring undefended hearts to these things. Okay. And sometimes you get hurt and sometimes you fall on your face. And when you realize that that's the process and that the ultimate failure is not possible. You understand that failure is not possible. It, it's literally impossible. Mm-hmm. Okay. That if you will just have patience. Okay, I am. And close your eyes and explore your desires. Mm-hmm. It will be there for you because you've opened yourself up to it. Okay. That's that's far different than wanting and needing and thinking yourself the victim, using the analogy I used before. Right, right. I don't believe right. in victims, Anna. Right. I'm sorry, I, I don't believe in victims. Saying. Right, I love I guess I'm saying. not sorry. I don't believe in in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to be passive like you are right now, and that's fine. It's not working for you, though, because it's creating distress and anxiety. right. So fight back. Oh, I did. And I continue to tell you, you are still one of those people. I have absolute faith in you that everything you want is within your grasp. Okay. That's that's 
more than just an okay. That's like a wow, you're absolutely right. You are right. You're absolutely right. I can't talk too loud. Everybody's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> or else I would talk louder. Get rid of the monsters in your life. I mean, you're doing that now anyway, and I know that. Uh-huh. But you've got boogeymen running around in the dark out there, and I just want you to shine a light on them. What do you mean by that? I want you to explore all these lies that you've been telling yourself that are keeping your trueness from coming out. That's a big task. The I'm not good enough. The I'm never going to find somebody. Okay. Just to, And that's just the start. I want okay. you to sit down and purge these out of your system. Take a piece of paper and write down mm-hmm. all of this bad stuff. I was going to mm-hmm. use a uh, four-letter word, but just the, the bad stuff. Okay. And then ball it up and burn it. In a okay. safe place, in a safe place, so that we don't start any fires. There's my legal okay. obligation. <laughs> okay. I, I'm being really serious because what you're going to do at that point is to dissipate all that energy. Gotcha. Write, write down the lies and get them out. I'm, okay. I will do and, that. And do it, and just do it spontaneously. Don't think about it. Just say, what are the lies I'm telling myself? Okay, I'm not good enough. I have no confidence. I'm not pretty enough. Nobody appreciates okay. me at work. Okay. About hitting them, most of them right now? Some of them. Yeah, just write them all down. Just literally okay. five minutes. Write them all down and keep going. And before you before you crumple it up and burn it, uh-huh. I want you to look at them and see if they show you a pattern. Okay. You're going to see a life pattern there, a life strategy that you've chosen for whatever reason to adopt that you can so instantly change. Okay. I just find that as as I'm getting older, I am getting more secure in myself, though. Terrific. Yeah. I mean, look, one of the things that I've always said is that, you know, we are all, as spiritual beings, moving from the material to the spiritual. Right. So that you know, part that. part of that is the maturation process. Right. But we're all we're all doing that, and we will continue right. to do that. And then when we stop right. growing, then we stop living. Right. Here. And I do feel that's going on more and more with me every day. So. Just make certain for me that mm-hmm. you're being honest with yourself, and that you're not using that as a cop out to actually take action. Okay. Because I, I, I do literally um, deal with a lot of people who delude themselves with psychic stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they don't take responsibility or participate in their own successes. And I want you to participate in your own success. Got it. Mm-hmm. I Fair enough? Fair enough. I want you to have a terrific rest of the night. 
Thank you. You too, Scott. And thank you for everything. Thank you, Anna, for calling. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Michael. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Uh, we have time for one more here. Eric Code 513, you're on the air. Hi. Thank you for taking my call, but I'm sitting here trembling. <laughs> he won't bite you, I promise. Wow. No, I no, it's know. not that bad, is it? I don't know. No, you know what? Honesty is the most. Without honesty, you have no integrity. I agree. Who, who am I talking to? This is Deb. And how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, thank you, Scott. <laughs> but then I guess you're going to tell me to.
forest that you go through, when you come through it, you will see the most amazing light that you will ever see. Okay, so again, all I want you to do, because I know we're running short on time tonight with the show. Okay. I, I just I want you to concentrate on all of the accolades after the show. That's what will get you through the show. Okay. And you will, be, you will be marvelous and inspirational, and I can't wait to hear how great you are. Thank you. Have a terrific rest of the night. Thank you. That wasn't You're, so bad after all. See, it wasn't, was it? No, you didn't mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, and thank you, Michael, for having such a wonderful guest. You're welcome, dear. You have yourself a wonderful evening. Thank you, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, gosh, Michael, this, is, this has been a quick two hours, hasn't it? Yes, it's gone by real fast. And everyone kept saying, we want to hear your reading. I said, oh, well, we won't have time for that now. Uh, you know what? You'll just have to have me back on, I guess. That's fine by me. You're welcome to come back anytime. <laughs> so uh, just tell everyone your website name again. Oh, well, thank you. It's Thinking Magically. It's just the two words, thinkingmagically.com. And from there, you can actually find links for everything else. You can find links for the books, um, which I don't sell, by the way. So I, I, People ask me about them, but I don't sell them. You can get them through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Uh, and then the Oracle cards, the Deck of Shadows, I do sell. That is on there. Uh, but that's the only thing that I sell. More importantly, if you get nothing else out of tonight, uh, click over on the right to the blog because that I do update every week, and it's got all kinds of stuff, everything from the Thinking Magically concepts uh, to new spreads, things like that, anything that may, uh, I think, bring some inspiration. And I want to thank you for having me on. Well, thank you again, and uh, you're very welcome. And um I'm going to tell everyone too is to click on and vote for your um, for your Oracle deck too. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, it's about.com. And actually, again, if you go to my website, thinkingmagically.com, uh, you'll see the little right on the front page, the little finalist button. Just click on that. And if you would vote for the Deck of Shadows, um, if you want to vote for one of the other ones, please do that as well. It's all good. But um, like American Idol, just go out there and vote. Well, thank you. Now go spend some uh, quality time with your wife and have a wonderful Valentine's Day with her. You too, Michael. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. And don't forget, everyone, please visit my website also. is BeTheLightChapel.com. And while you're at it, please help make a donation. It's greatly appreciated. This we're here, we can keep the shows going, and I can continue having such wonderful guests on like Scott. Uh, Test of Destiny tomorrow night. The Valentine's Night, and on the 15th, I'm having uh, Zenobia Simmons from America's Psychic Challenge. So Marcus is a favorite, Addis is a friend, and tune in. And remember, tell your friends to do the same thing. And if you haven't heard it yet, you are loved, because God loves you, and so do I. Till next time, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.